This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast, and I am very happy and excited to be spending a little bit of time with you today, wherever it is you're listening. Before we begin, a couple of, I don't know, housekeeping? Not really housekeeping, maybe just an update on life over here uh, at the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And before we begin, though, I do want to open up with a prayer, a prayer to the Holy Spirit, one I've prayed before on the podcast that I love very much. Come, Divine Spirit, rattle our cages, break into our locked houses, water our parched land, Undo our bends in twistedness. Help us to overflow with kindness and give us unending joy. Amen. 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 And Happy New Year. I haven't been here for a little bit. Um, I almost forgot how to start the podcast, how to get it actually literally started with the hardware and the software and all the rest of that. So we'll see how this turns out. Where have I been? been some big changes, some good things, some sad things, hard things. That's the way life is, right? Our, our faith is one of great paradox, right? The Son of God came to give us new life, and he gave us that new life by his death. And so pretty much life over here in our home and our family has been definitely a time of paradoxes, great joys and great sorrows all together as is almost always the case in life, right? I think when we're little, we grow up, we think when we grow up, my life is always going to be this way. It's going to be fun. It's going to be easy. It's going to be the way I want it to be. And when you grow up, what you realize is that um, hmm, your life is very rarely exactly the way you want it to be. It doesn't mean your life is not good. It doesn't mean your life is not beautiful. And it doesn't mean your life is not the one that God wants for you. It just means it's very rarely exactly how you imagine it to be. So without being vague, a couple of things. I'm going to give you some numbers. I want to give you some numbers today. Don't ask me why, because I'm so not a numbers person. This is episode number 173. So I'm excited about that. Episode number 173. I started podcasting late September 2019. September, end of September 2019. So there you have it. So you've been hanging around maybe a short time, maybe a long time. However it is, I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it. Another thing that happened is, is I think I've entered the last third of my life. Now, all right, I'm not being melancholy or dramatic. Uh, I turned 60. Woohoo. Uh, that's a pretty big number. We also celebrated our 40th anniversary. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot to do that math, right? Uh, I was not quite 20 when the good deacon John and I got married. And so, yeah, so we celebrated 40 years of marriage. We celebrated my 60th birthday. And we also celebrated our my father-in-law going from this life into the next. And I say celebration. It was sad. It's very sad when a person leaves this earth and goes to their heavenly home. But there's also peace in that, knowing that one day we will be 
with him again when we also go to our heavenly home and are with our Father and all the saints and all those who have gone before us with our faith. And it was interesting. It's always interesting at funerals, the levels of difficulty, the levels of sorrow. And I know that for me, when I found myself sort of drifting into this, oh my goodness, why has this happened? How are we going to go on? I took a lot of comfort in the liturgy, in the rituals of our faith. And they gave me great comfort. Because, you know, it is not just a bunch of words that we pray over those who are deceased. It's truth. When we say that people go from life into new life, we, we mean that. We, we really mean that. And that gives me great comfort, not only for my father-in-law, but of course, because someday I too will be in that same situation. Not soon, I hope, but one never knows. So here we are. My husband and I have made a tremendous number of decisions in the last month or so. Big ones, little ones, hard ones, easy ones. And I've been hesitating to get back on the podcast horse. It's not really a horse, is it? Nonetheless, I thought, what have I got to say? So much has happened. So much has changed. So many responsibilities have been added to our lives. And I'm thinking, I I can't, I, I can't make this commitment again. And I keep thinking, but you want to speak truth into people's lives about how much God has for them. And I do want to do that. And I don't say that in a pompous way. I say that in the way of I'm searching and learning just like you are. The only difference is, is I feel like I need to tell you about it. <laughs> and, and maybe if we were uh, having coffee together, I would tell you what I thought, and then you could tell me what you thought. And I would love that. I would really love that. You know, that's my, that's my dream, right? That someday all of us get together somehow, somewhere. And I don't mean in heaven, I mean this side of heaven. Uh, and we get to meet and talk and visit. But that's not going to happen anytime soon, I don't think. But uh, just, it's the new year. And in the new year, I like to start fresh like everybody does. I have very little written in my planner, very little written in my planner, because it's just been that kind of a beginning of the year. But I am moving forward. And one of the things that I believe so very strongly, and I have seen it at play in my own life, in the lives of the people who come to me for spiritual direction, when I was in school, I saw it. I just see it all the time in so many different ways that God is so very faithful and that our faithfulness to him does two things. Our faithfulness to God, especially in prayer, which is what I want to talk about, does two things. It reminds us to have humility, to go to God first and always, but it also tells God how much we love and trust him. So as we begin 2024, oh my goodness, 2024, no idea how we got here, but here we are. What commitment can you make to God about your prayer life? I'm being very specific here. What commitment can you make to God about your prayer life? And I'm going to tell you why I want you to make this commitment. I want you to make this commitment because when you commit to God, God, who is already tremendously committed to you, which you know that, he is going to give you what you need. He is going to give you what you need, and you will see it, and you will know it, and you will be able to do the things in your life 
that you did not imagine you would either be called to do or have the ability to do. I have seen in the last six weeks, maybe more, the supernatural grace and abilities that God pours out because he loves us. Because in faithfulness, we continually turn back to him. We turn to him and say, Lord, I don't know what to do, but you know what to do. And I believe you are going to show me what to do. And you know what? He does every single time. Here's a verse that I want to start us off with. I want you to take this verse to prayer, but I want you to consider it in a slightly different way than maybe you've heard before. And this verse is from Luke chapter 11, verse uh, nine. Man, even with my glasses on, it's hard to read Bibles. And I, I'm afraid to get a large print Bible because I don't think I could carry it because they're kind of big. Luke chapter 11, verse nine. And I tell you, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. And I tell you, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened for you. Oftentimes, this this verse is used in reference to like perseverance in prayer, which absolutely, 100% perseverance in prayer. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about every day saying, you are going to give God X amount of time. And please, when I say X amount of time, I mean dedicated time, not while you're walking, not while you're in the car, not while you're in the shower, not while you're doing the dishes. I want you to sit down And I want you to pull out your Bible and I want you to pull out a journal and I want you to sit. I don't care if it is five minutes. I don't care if it's 50 minutes, but I want you to give God dedicated time. And when you do that, this is what's going to happen. Ask and it will be given to you. Do you notice it doesn't say ask for what you want and exactly what you've asked for will be given to you. When we were little, did you ever say, God, I really want a new bicycle? And you told him exactly what the bicycle should look like doesn't work that way, right? Whatever you ask God for, being specific can be helpful to us, but it's not necessary for God because God knows you better than you know yourself. And so whatever God is going to give you, I will think, because in my own experience, I have seen this, is better than what you can imagine. Seek and you will find. You're going to find truth. You're going to find answers to questions you may not even know you had. You're going to find out what God has in store for you. Knock and it will be opened to you. Guess what? Sometimes I knock and the door that is opened is not the door I was knocking at. Have that? Has that ever happened to you? I'm going to bet it has. If you're probably like over 20, it probably has, right? God has a way of taking what we ask and making it so much better. He makes it perfect. At the moment, we might not think it's perfect. At the moment, we might think, no, but no, God, really, I really meant that thing. I wanted that. And he says, no, no, my child, I'm going to give you this. And this is going to help you become the person that I have called you to become. Or as Catherine of Siena would say, this is the person that God has created you to be so that you will set the world on fire. She said Italy, but to her, Italy was the world. Do you want to set the world on fire? And maybe it's just your part of the world. We all don't have to set the whole world on fire, though that would probably be really, really amazing and solve a lot of problems. (laughs) 
that's not the point of today's episode. The point of today's episode is to seriously encourage you to spend some dedicated time every day with the Lord and to know that what you ask, you will be given and what you seek, you will find and where you knock, there will something will be opened. It might not be what you have in mind, but it will be something amazing because God is amazing. God is amazing. And it's so easy. People sometimes say, how have you accomplished this? And people might answer you by God's grace. And you might think, yeah, right. Like That's like a, a pat answer, sort of like a throwaway kind of a thing. When I say that, I mean that. I mean sincerely that without him, yeah, I'd be like a puddle. I would not be able to do things that he asks me to do. Because it's that constant turning back. It's that constant saying, Lord, I don't know what to do right now. Can you help me? Can you show me? Can you tell me? You know, I, I have spent days thinking about what I wanted to talk about on this podcast episode, how to get back into it. What, how do I explain things? How do I do this? And finally, I said to myself, Deanna, stop it. Just stop it and get up and plug in the microphone and get started just get started. Is this for weeks I had before in the beginning of December, I had all these great ideas of podcasts I was going to do. I was going to tell you 60 things I've learned in my 60 years of life or 40 40 tips for, for marriage. And I thought, oh my word, I don't know that I can come up with 40 things or 60 things. And I thought, okay, well, I'll just make a funny podcast. And and then I said to myself, Deanna, people don't listen to you because you're funny. I, I mean, this is not disparaging of myself. I'm not a comedian. <laughs> I'm sometimes I'm goofy, sure, and I can make silly jokes, but in general that's not why y'all are listening. I want you to know what God has for you. I know that I have valuable things to say, but God what he has to say and what he puts on my heart to share with you is much more valuable than my 60 things I've learned in 60 years, right? At least I hope that you believe that because I sincerely believe that. So my friends, I did think about getting rid of the not lukewarm challenge and I thought, oh my goodness, I can't do that. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's my challenge. I don't know if you set resolutions. I don't know if you set goals. I don't know what you do in the new year. And probably the next episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about my new year because we've started a little late and that's okay because 12 months come and 12 months go, whether they start exactly on January 1st, 2024, or they start on February 1st, 2024. It doesn't make a difference, right? What makes a difference is have we put God first? And that's my challenge to you. That's the not lukewarm challenge for this week. Set a goal, a resolution, whatever makes you happy, whatever you want to call it, and say to yourself, I am going to dedicate this amount of time every day to God. Read three lines of scripture, sit down, ponder them, and write down, write down five words that come to you as you're sitting there. Write down what God is revealing to you in those moments of quiet, in those moments of stillness. Here's what I'm going to tell you. This week, I'm going to sit down with that verse that I read to you. I'm going to sit down with Luke chapter 11, verse 9, and I'm going to sit down with that And on the next episode, I'm going to tell you briefly what was revealed to me in my time of quiet, in my time of prayer. So until next time, 
I hope you do your best to live not lukewarm. I hope your new year is getting off to a good start. And if it hasn't been the greatest of starts, we can always begin again. God never says we don't get a second chance. As a matter of fact, he gives us many, many chances. So let's just remember that as we move forward. It's progress, not perfection. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, if you are interested in having me come to speak to your group, I would love to do so either virtually or in person. And I will leave a link in the show notes or you can contact me at livenotlukewarm.com. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.